This is the New Blue Review with Benji Shulman. Now, as we do every single week at this time, we check in with Rob Hutchinson from Dear South Africa, talking to us about what is going on in Parliament. Rob, how are you doing? Fantastic. You're well in yourself, Benji. I'm doing very, very well. Thank you, Rob. Now, I've heard some interesting rumors about your next piece of legislative uh, agenda and uh, hoping you can maybe talk to us about what's going on and maybe dispel some rumors or confirm them even. Uh, we are talking about the use of water uh, by different entities and water licenses in South Africa. Is it true, Rob, that uh, some have suggested that this might start to get linked to things like BE? Yeah, unfortunately it is, Benji. Yeah, that's, that's one of the transformation projects of, of our government, um, you know, 30 years in the making. It, it, we, we would have expected this, these kind of thing, issues to be sorted out already, but here we are. So what this is, is it's the regulations regarding the procedural requirements for water use license applications. So what that means is uh, there are uh, large users of water, um, certain industries, uh, factories, manufacturing, uh, and um, particularly agriculture that use a lot of water. And it's groundwater, which they extract themselves and store. And... Uh, generally, you have to apply for a license, and the license is to is so that the Department of Water and Sanitation can regulate, monitor, and control uh, the use of of South Africa's water water resources. As you know, South Africa is is a um, dry country, and we have to uh, be careful of of how much water can can be used. However, the licenses in, in previously were uh, granted more on um, uh, many factors. I think mean, about twelve or thirteen factors that uh, that were considered when when um, uh, industries and individuals uh, applied for a license, and the licenses were granted on on those various factors. However, now with the new draft regulations, the uh, top uh, priority is uh, BEE, uh, Black Economic Empowerment, and um, they, what they've imposed is a certain quotas that uh, on ownership that have to be met before a water use license will be granted, and it's up to 75% of of uh, black ownership of of a of a company or or um, of a farm or and so on, and yeah, that's it's quite it's quite a, a leap. It's a giant leap forward. It should rather be introduced gradually rather than than, than straight off straight off the bat, and to make it the top priority um, could could produce a number a number of problems in in South Africa. Well, I can imagine uh, for a start on on the farming or the mining side because those are both sort of your big water usage, particularly when it comes to licensing type stuff. Uh, you know, th- those might mean that those kind of businesses. That have been in existence for many years would not be able to operate. You could have less food being produced, less mine going into the ground. I mean, my understanding is that it's quite difficult already to get a water license, uh, and that this might ma- would obviously make it even potentially more difficult. 
Definitely, Benji. It's interesting to note that um, there are exemptions. Certain industries are exempt, and one of them is the mining. The mining companies they are exempt from from these these new regulations, uh, which raises questions as well as to why they are exempt when they are heavy water uh, users. Um, state-owned entities are also exempt, and uh, 100% black-owned entities are also completely exempt from from these uh, applications or regulations. But yes, it is it is um, a major problem, uh, and it will definitely cause uh, food shortages and so on because it will limit um, the the productivity of of in, of agriculture immediately. We could see uh, animals animals uh, dying of thirst and um, uh, a drastic reduction in in production and output of of farms. It's all calculated by how much water they extract from from the ground or from the resources, and of course the the size of of the area of the area covered. So, yeah, it's it's. In my opinion, it's it's really it's it's going a step too far here. And and uh, would and, and do you think it would be constitutionally challenged? I mean, I think there is a right to water in the constitution. In fact, yes. I know there is. Uh, and cert- and 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 do you think that this might r- run afoul of, of one of these basic rights? Uh, it might do, it might not do. It's a bit of a grey area there because they're not uh, saying that you can't use water or can't have access to water. But they're just saying you have to, if you want access to water, you have to have uh, 25, 50 or 75 percent uh, black ownership, depending on how much water you want. So I think it, it might be open for challenge, but then again, it'll have to be interpreted uh, correctly. Now, the one, the one really interesting uh, thing is um, that there were, there were agreements put in place previously. And most of these industries did sign a or, a, or just uh, did participate in a, a whole process, which uh, they agreed to transformation and certain targets and over over a period of time. But this is this has thrown a, a spanner in the works and come out of nowhere, and suddenly now it's a top requirement for uh, for trans for transformation and access to water, which. Uh, kind of flies in the face of, of previous agreements. Very, very interesting. We are talking to Rob Hutchison today, as we always do, finding out what is going on in Parliament and what you can do about it. I'm Benji Shulman. This is 101.9 High FM. This is the New Blue Review with Benji Shulman. 101.9 High FM chatting to Rob Hutchinson about what is going on in Parliament, talking about new proposed amendments for the usage of water, including links to BEE, which is an interesting, uh, perhaps disturbing innovation uh, coming out of the government. Rob, how long, how far along, rather, are we in this process uh, in terms of the legislative process? Um, it's open open for comment right now, uh, which is great. Your regulations uh, generally don't get open for comment. The regulations are up to the minister to, ter- to determine um, on his own. But given the controversial nature of these, they've been open for a month already and uh, open for com- comments um, for anyone to comment on uh, until the 19th or 20th of July, which is a, a fair amount of time. But it's a comprehensive document. I, I think uh, it requires significant scrutiny and uh, the, uh, it affects everyone in the country, especially when it comes to food, food security. So 
uh, everyone should have have their say on this one. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. So if people do and would like to um, would like to make a comment on on this, what is the best way for them to go about doing that? They can either make a comment straight to the Department of Water and Sanitation. Or they can use uh, dearsouthafrica.co.za, the public participation platform, and the documents are there. There's a couple of videos, there's uh, comments and uh, statements by other organizations, and an easy-to-use facility that will send uh, your comment or suggestion straight through to the Department of Water and Sanitation as a registered submission. Well, there you go. Couldn't be simpler and couldn't perhaps be more important. So, uh, Rob, thank you so much for joining us and uh, alerting us to what is going on in uh, this particular um, issue. Fantastic. Thank you, Benji. Mm, uh, brings us to the end of the show for today. Thank you so much to the whole team who puts it together. Craig, who pushes all the big red buttons. Mashadi, who does the production. Vusi, who is on the sound. And to you, dear listener, who joins us every single week. And please do join us again next week on the New Review.